On yesterday's episode, my friend Raj Mankad, the Houston Chronicle's op-ed editor, described the western part of his bicycle journey around Loop 610, his personal quest after being cut off during the pandemic to reconnect with Houston. But there was this one oak tree that really captured my attention. It had been trimmed back. It was clearly like old oak tree. But man, it was a survivor. It was still there. Yeah, it seemed to represent something. I'm not sure what. I guess that tree is like the spirit of Houston or something. I don't know. Today, we're covering the eastern part of Houston with him. The industrial side, the port of Houston side, the grimy, sublime part that most Houstonians know least. We pick up at five on the clock face, where 610 intersects with I-45. It's Thursday. January 20th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. A quick recap in case you missed yesterday's episode. No, Raj didn't actually bike on the freeway, and he only rode on the feeder roads when those felt safe. Otherwise, he tried to stay as close to the freeway as he could, taking nearby side streets, or if necessary, taking a bus. We're compressing different rides on different days into one travelogue, traveling counterclockwise. All right, Raj, remind me, where are we now? Okay, yeah. After, you know, I made the round the Gulfgate Mall, you know, a lot of 610 is actually lined up with rail lines. So these neighborhoods have a rail line and then 610. So they really have this huge infrastructural right. boundary. It's like the moat. It's a moat, but in some places it feels sad and barren. In other places it feels expansive and wild with trees and fields and gullies and a lot of sky and trees. Yeah, it's sort of the outer edge of the greater third ward. Everything changes then, right? It's around five on the clock face below the ship channel bridge. Yeah, there's... What I believe is the remainder of land that was initially maybe cleared out for an expansion of the highway, but that was perhaps stopped by neighborhood activism. It's like the 225 highway that goes into the port in Pasadena and all that. It sort of ends. All right. Through those like crazy flares and petrochemicals. Yeah. So that's where the highway Uh begins and heads out deeper into the port. But I was just like on the inside of it. So I was right at the port. And that's where I had to really leave 610, like the immediate adjacent part of the highway, because it's just impossible. Impossible for a bike. There's just no quarter given to a pedestrian, to a biker. That's right. The only way you can cross that part of 610 would be inside of a vehicle. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out if there was some way. So what were you thinking? Like sneak across at midnight or get crushed or what? Like go hand over hand under the bridge? I think it's called the Washburn Tunnel. Oh, okay. There's a tunnel right there near the Santa Ana capture site that goes under the ship channel. And then I would have been in neighborhoods again. But that tunnel also doesn't have a pedestrian accommodation. Yeah. So I just have this drama in my mind. There's this Romeo and Juliet, and they both live on either side of the ship channel, and they just can't meet. (laughs) 
even though they live like a quarter mile from each other. I mean, it's like vast, right? Like you could be a quarter mile or a mile from somebody, but it could take you many more miles and a lot longer to get there unless you had a car. So I instead I started bicycling more along the ship channel itself, not on the banks because you can't do that, right. but along the streets like canal and navigation. And that's where I got really tired. It was really cold. This was one of those rare winter days in Houston. Yeah, most of the rides were in this balmy weather. I was in like a t-shirt, but this was one of my last rides where I was trying to get from the Astrodome, basically from maybe six o'clock all the way to, to 12. Yeah. So it was a long ride and it was very cold. If I had turned right, I would have gotten into Manchester, which is sometimes considered, you know, the most polluted neighborhood in this region, among the most in the country. Which is really saying something? Yeah. I didn't make that trek over there. I kept following along the ship channel, and there's a few spots where you can see it and feel it. In the distance, you can see the 610 bridge arcing over the ship channel. It's a reminder that we live in the last truly industrial city in the United States. But the bigger that port gets, the more invisible it is. Oh, that's interesting. Why is that? Well, the port facilities get bigger and bigger and they keep moving out towards the bay. Oh, to accommodate those super tankers. Yeah, so like back in the day, in the middle of downtown Houston, Allen's Landing, you would have ships getting loaded and unloaded. But uh, now all that activity is happening, you know, way out on Bobbert's Cut, Morgan's Point, you know, these huge facilities. So the stuff that I see when I'm driving over 610, all those containers stacked a mile high and the tons of trucks, those are the little ones, the little, small ships? Yeah, it, there's still plenty of activity there. Yeah. But the other thing that happened is after 9-11, that area became more and more secured and less and less publicly accessible. So you were seeing that brawny industrial part of Houston that most Houstonians rarely see? Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to do with the 610 ride is that I knew that it would create this circular cross-section of the city and give me a sense of its vastness and its mix, its crazy mix. Because on the other side of 610, remember I was flying over uptown in the brand spanking new bus rapid transit system, you know, and zooming by the new Whole Foods on Post Oak. And now you're back to the port, that grimy industrial port and the vine-covered relic of the past. The Buffalo Bayou Partnership is doing an amazing thing, expanding the park system and the trail network deep into the East End. And they even acquired this warehouse uh, near that spot where I was. I've seen the plans. Yeah. Oh, man. You should ask for a tour. It's wild. Yeah. There's this tunnel and this vast space. And then you're on this dock and concrete crushing and metal recycling. That's the other thing is you can see the glinting metal from these huge metal recycling plants. The Prolar facility. Have you ever done, have you ever written about the Prolarizer? <laughs> no. What is the Prolarizer? I was obsessed with these machines as a kid. These machines that can take cars and squish them into these cubes. 
did you know uh-huh. that those machines are called polarizers and they were invented and first deployed in Houston? Oh no! Yeah, on the banks of on the banks of <laughs> Buffalo banks Bayou. Of Bayou. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can still see the Prolar site. It's still a huge mass of metal recycling. So around here, between 3 and 4 o'clock, is where you finally couldn't continue, even on side streets? The place that I couldn't cross when I was riding on 610, I just simply couldn't get around. Even though on the map, it just it looked like I should be able to do it. It was also the most mysterious and sublime of the moments in the whole ride. I guess maybe around two or three o'clock in the Kashmir Garden part of Houston, Greater Fifth Ward, where 59 North and 610 intersect, there is this set of gigantic rail yards operated by Union Pacific. It's hard to get across the scale of these things. So is this where they switch the trains? The trains come in and they... That's right. Unhook and hook up boxcars? Yes. So there's multiple rail yards and the rail yards are these expansive places where there are lots of rail lines sort of lined up in parallel. It's a sorting ground for the rail cars. This one part of Houston, right where 610 crosses over the rail yards, is this switching station. And I'm not a freight rail expert, but basically there's this spot where the trains go up this hill And then I think it's controlled by a computer and these logs that go with each rail car that tell this computer which direction down this vast array of parallel rail lines the car should be sorted. And so you get these long trains that get resorted so that IKEA box with your bed in it gets sent to the right warehouse and then ultimately makes it to your bedroom or the Cheetos or the car or whatever, <laughs> the, the the plastic pellets. I don't know what all is in those rail cars. I got stuck on the west side of this discontinuity in 610. In this vast discontinuity, this sublime open space. I couldn't make it across. Um, yeah. And uh, there I was, sort of this frail human body, and in front of me were these rail lines and these trains, all this sorting, and and there's this squealing sound, right? The metal from the rail cars getting switched. It's this kind of grinding noise. Yeah. I did get audio of that switching yard. And then there's hunting bayou that's like flowing underneath it. We're at two o'clock now, almost finished. Yeah. And there's all of these excavators widening the bayou on either side of this choke point where the rail line is. They're deepening it and widening it so more of the rainwater has somewhere to go or somewhere to wait, really, next time there's a 500-year flood, which happens every year or so. (laughs) There are all these semi-trucks Because there are also all these warehouses and loading docks and industrial facilities, and they're roaring by in each direction. And, you know, the only other human beings are inside the cabs of these massive machines. And I'm just sitting there, you know, on my bicycle, (laughs) and I just am waiting for a cop to come and harass me, (laughs) or at least ask me, what the hell am I doing there? Right. 
Clearly, this is no place for a human being. You asked me when was the moment where I felt like a crazy person. That's when I felt crazy. When I thought, I am putting myself in danger. What was I thinking? What is wrong with me? (laughs) And the thing that makes me think there's something wrong with me is that I also was overcome by this feeling of awe and even joy at the same time, right? And then I feel like more of a stupid person, yeah. Okay, so you're overcome by the massiveness of this industrial place, as if you were looking at redwoods or the ocean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've been trying to read more, read novels again, and, you know, I've been reading Ruth Ozeki and Richard Flowers, these novelists that are just grappling with all the destruction happening to the earth, all the species loss and habitat loss. And there's this Eastern European professor character in Ruth Ozeki's last novel who's saying, you know, you really have to love everything, love all of the earth, including these spaces, including the junk and the massive piles of garbage and the industrial sites. And the thing is, there's actually a trail along Hunting Bayou, which kind of winds its way through this industry. Basically, there's already a bike path there. It's just not paved. And you can ride, you can't get around the rail yard, but you can sort of ride near and adjacent to the rail yard. So is this just a dirt path that you're riding? Yeah, a dirt path. There's this garbage dump on the other side of Hunting Bayou from the rail yard. And then there are these gigantic billboards, you know, with personal injury lawyers (laughs) looming over all of it. I, I just don't, I don't know what to say. You feel like you're at the, like the dirty underbelly now. This is the opposite of that post oak overpass, which is glorious and clean and shiny. Yes, that's right. It's the opposite, but it's still exquisite. You know, it still almost makes me cry because it's so beautiful. You're an advanced spiritual being, Raj. I don't see that one. (laughs) No, if I took you there, and I will, it's just extraordinary. And, you know, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be Houston if we didn't have all that industry. We have to be aware that it's there. We have to, or we don't have to. So many of us don't know. Somehow we drive over that spot over and over and over and over again. How many times have you driven over it and not right. been aware that's that's what you're heading over? Yeah. Right. And I admit it, I don't go out of my way to visit the dump or the metal recycling facilities. Okay, so you wind through Fifth Ward. You end up taking a bus, but finally you manage to pick up a Bayou Greenways bike trail that runs right next to 610. I kind of wove my way in and out of 610 on each side, just exploring these really generous bike paths that have been built just in the last few years. Then I crossed 59, then I was between 59 and 45. So basically between like midnight and two o'clock. There's this bar called Rehab Bar. It faces the bayou. It hasn't been channelized. It hasn't been converted into a concrete trapezoid. You know, there's lots of turtles and birds and herons and egrets. Yeah. And there's live music. And, and when I rode by, there was actually a band playing. But yeah, so then I'm at the, I'm at the midnight marker. I'm at the top of the clock. You know, I'm back at Airline <laughs> Drive in Independence Heights. So, okay, what did you learn on this journey? Has it changed you? Do you feel connected? 
So I went on this ride not actually having a clear mission, but the question was how to reconnect with the city of Houston. How can I reconnect with my people, right? When you're a writer, when you're an editor, and you're devoted to a city, and you spend two years in COVID quarantine and lockdown, and I felt separated and isolated. And after this ride, you felt reconnected? I did. I got that. I, I got it. I mean, they were with the material life of the city, if not the people, right? Like an intimacy with the strange beauty of oak canopies along the feeder roads, the sublime switching yard at the Union Pacific site, the thrilling ride uh, on the bus rapids transit across uptown. I think that it's often a really ugly, ugly world. We've treated this land with so much disrespect. But if you go to the places where we've done the most ruinous things, you find life. All right, CityCast listeners, what stands out to you about Loop 610? Is there an exit that you know always, always, always will be backed up? Do you have a favorite restaurant on an access road? Or is there a feeder road that you particularly hate because once your car flooded out there? CityCast and the Houston Chronicle Opinion section want to know. Please call us at 713-489-6972. Tell us your name. And in around 30 seconds or so, tell us your Loop 610 story. Or email it to us. We're Houston at citycast.fm. We'll have that phone number and email address in our show notes. Thanks, Raj. All right. So it's time for some news. I'm here with producer Dina Kespa. Dina, what is going on in Houston right now? So, Lisa, I've actually been reading about how the Astros are rebranding their Sugarland affiliate. You know, the Skeeters? The Sugarland Skeeters, yes. Yeah. So they've picked a new name, mm-hmm. and they're now going to be known as the Space Cowboys. Oh, you're kidding. Like the 70s song? <laughs> I was thinking more like NSYNC, but maybe the 70s song makes more sense. <laughs> I'm older than you are. <laughs> So the team's class AAA affiliate that's now going to be known as the Space Cowboys, they're planning on having an official announcement on January 29th at the Constellation Field. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a something, something, something. I get my love and The Space Cowboys home opener will be on April 12th. All right. Okay. Thanks, Dina. That is it for today's episode. If you don't already subscribe to our newsletter, please do it. It's fun. And it has photos. We can't do photos in a podcast. It's free. And you can do it at houston.citycast.fm. Till tomorrow, we'll see you then. All right. Here's where I get, you got to get me. It's, I don't get baseball. So is it, do I call it AAA? Do I call it AAA <laughs> affiliate? Okay, I can tell you that. It's AAA. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> They're a farm team. We can say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my God, if you're asking me about sports, we are in deep trouble.